Greetings. Good afternoon. Good evening. If you're in the New York area, I know we are worried about this snowstorm and ah, it's always something else. Like just, <laughs> just when you get there, there's just another thing for us to worry about. We got over this hump. Now it's another one. Then it's another one. I don't like to look at things like that, though. You know, I'm saying that, but I'm actually being sarcastic because some people just believe like, oh, it's always something else. It's, you know, life sucks. It's always something else. No matter what you do, life sucks. <laughs> and then they say it again. And again, life sucks. But I wanted to um, really, really, you know, say hello and hope you guys are doing well on this um, evening. You know, we're not going to get into the days because tomorrow could be, tomorrow didn't get here yet. And you guys are going to be confused and I'm talking about these different days of the week and ba 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 ba. Right, you know. There's always something to uh, to worry about, right? No, no matter what we do, it's just something. <laughs> Shout to Nancy. What's up, Nancy Fletas? This woman always gets good compliments. That's what I know I'm on point. Thank you, darling. Thank you. You know, you, you know what it is? I'm trying to keep it tight because I know women really appreciate a tight hairdo, right? When a when a guy's right, right, Nance? Because women usually have their shit together. And if they not, they're not being a woman. But a dude, they keep like, oh, he's a dude. He's just fucking scruffy, dirty fuck, you know. But <laughs> the guy, we we it's always best when we 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 do have our hair game together. And um, you know, I'm working hard with it, you know, trying to get things right. It's always a good, you know, and that's just one of my things because I'm real deep into, you know, giving the the courage of um, feeling good. You know what I mean? I love, I love feeling good about myself. I really love it. Like, you know, shout out to one of my bros, man. He hit me today. Shout out to Nancy. Just like a man appreciates a girl tight. Oh, yes, he does, darling. <sighs> see, Nancy, this is the confession I got, but I can't say it online. Like, well, you know. See, see, ladies and gentlemen, this is the point. Like, let me show you. This. Shout out to Anthony. What up, big bro? Shout out to Anthony. What up, big brother? This is like that. Okay, as you didn't know, if you didn't know already, it's Friday. So now it's like this is the type of shit you want to get into on a Friday. You know, I know you a lot of you guys wasted on good, you no know, jerking off and good porno fucking flick, but this is the type of shit you want to be on a Friday night. Seeing seeing somebody like her Friday night. You know, Friday evening, Friday, you know, Friday, it's Friday, end of the week, like, yo, what you doing later? She's like, yo, come over. You know, I'm cooking and shit. You know, we could chill, bullshit, play some video games, watch a movie, and, and fuck the shit out of each other later. You know what I mean? Like, th this is this is what's missed. We're missing this, you know? We're all under stress because, you know, like, you can't do that shit now because now you got to go through a whole different level of, you know, I, I want to know if you're going to be around, if we could do this again, and you, if you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, like, the fun is just so gone. For now, for now, for now, for now. You know, and I and I say the fun for now is gone because 
I, I do I do believe things will get better. I do. I really do believe that. I think, you know, matter of fact, let's bring the vibe in right now. Thank God it's Friday. Damn it. Thank God it's Friday. Thank you, Anthony. Thank God it's Friday. Who's fucking tonight? Now, woman, woman would be like, well, I don't know if I even want to be bothered. And they could get dick. It's nothing. A woman needs to get a call and be like, you want to fuck? But then again, who knows? A lot of motherfuckers don't even fuck now because they're just jerking off all the time. God may give an excuse. Well, my bad, I'm working. That's the best excuse to give a woman when you're full of shit. I'm working. You're not horny tonight? I'm working. You know, you, you want to hang out tonight? You want to go shoot some pool? I'm working. You want to be able to do things, though. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we're missing that. Like that, that mode of having a good time and just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And I'm working towards that. But, but back to the situation, like I said earlier, so... My boy, this one cat I would talk to. We we always chat on WhatsApp and we bullshit. So he was talking about. Um, no, no. So I, I'll tell you what happened. So <laughs> briefly, he sends me a a porno flick, right? And respectfully, you know what I'm saying. He sends me like a like a, a couple of clips of some chicks and shit, finger popping, nice looking, whatever. And I told him, I said, I'm gonna be honest with you, big bro. This shit doesn't motivate me. You know, respectfully, I said, I don't think it motivates me. He was like, yeah. I said, nah. You know, because he, he finds that it motivates him. I said, it doesn't motivate me. I said, I think it was more motivating if you were dating a girl or you kick it with a girl and she could get her an adult shit and send that shit to you. You know, like, you know what? Let me just send him this. Even if this is a homegirl, like, y'all close. Like, you know, because I always tell you, this age bracket is the worst. Like, you know what I'm saying? Age group of 30s and 40s is just fucking horrific. Right? So... In the mid thirties, though, starts to kind of doing those. So it's like, you, when you were young, young, you couldn't wait to be older. Now, like, you know, the younger people seem to live more in the edge more than the older people, where they got a lot of restrictions. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of restrictions with old folks, you know. So, you know, you want to do certain things tonight with a woman that you want to kick it with. She's gonna probably have to require a lot of shit. You might have to sign a couple of contracts just to prove to her that you're gonna come back. And I get it, but, you know, I, I could see when I was 16, 17, you had to put the the work in good. You had to really, really, like, put the work in, right? So you're, like, you, you, you're young. So now the woman's like, you got to wait for this pussy for fucking a year until I turn 17 or 18. Maybe you guys are 16. Then it's like, all right, cool. And you would wait. And then it would be incredible. She's a virgin. You make love. It's beautiful. She may be bleeding all over the fucking place, but it's still great. But as you get older... I don't know what happened, but there was a point where that fun, fun, fun was just going on. Then it was just like the shipwreck of like everybody went through shit. Now nobody's really, really happy. So now people want you to go through these hula hoops because things have not been good in their lives. And I get it. Hold on. Let me give a super shout out to my man, Rashi. Rashi, thank you. Thank you for everything, big brother. You have always been a point on point, my mentor. I, I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that, man. This is why I share. This is why I thank you, man. This is why I share these testimonies. Thank you. Shout out to my man, Rashid, man. You know, his testimonies like that always make me feel good. Shout out to Sarai. I see you, big bro. So he he so anyway, this 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 porn clip comes into my phone today. And I said, yo, big bro, I had to respond. I said, yo, man, this shit ain't inspiring. I think it's more depressing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's one thing if you sending me that and that girl in the video I know. You understand? 
Um, I think that push would feel a lot different now because pussy is just such an amazing fucking organic blessing. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to use the word blessing in this whole thing of the whole thing of the P word, but, you know, pussy can smooth a lot of things out. And one of the brothers, he knows who I'm talking to, man. And I know we had a conversation. And he's going through some changes in his life, man. And just a lot, you know. And then, of course, you know, he used to turn to pornographic film and stuff like that. And that was his little out. You know, everybody got that out. That was his out. Don't judge him. And I said, you know what, man? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm going to be honest with you, big bro. And I had to come to him and tell him the truth. I said, man, there's nothing more inspiring than a woman. Women are inspiring, man. Oh, man. A woman, a woman, a sexy woman. Like, you know, you got a woman coming in your house. You close the door. She got her food. You guys are sitting down. She brings you a little whatever. You're going to cook this, put this, and soak this. Let this go in the freezer. The essence of a woman. Lord Jesus, y'all don't know how powerful y'all are. The smell, the aroma, the essence, the, the presence. Of a woman. Mm. So anyway, as he, we're talking, we were shooting a gift, and I said, "Listen, big bro, I'm gonna tell you what's some. I'm gonna tell you what's motivating. What's motivating right now is me in this bathroom right now, shaving. You know what I mean? Get my skin together, cleaning my ears before I even get in the shower. The whole preparation of getting everything together. This whole mode of me being in the bathroom." Uh, relaxing the mind, creating the mind from creating sort of bigger and better things. Because when I'm in the world, I love the presence of when somebody looks up and they stare for them two seconds. And I'm like, yeah, she's probably seeing I'm a big dude. You know what I mean? Or, 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 or you know, now the mode is whether she smells the cologne. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to know this. You have to know this essence that you put on the people, right? So, like, like, you got to know your powers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shout out to Serati. Everybody's doing good today, big bro. Salute to Canadian girl. Canadian girl is in the, the his house. <laughs> A lot of y'all niggas be like, it's yo, it's in the building. No, nigga, in the building is played out. I heard one dude around my way say that's yo, such and such is in the I said, niggas, niggas don't say that we're in the building no more. We go back to old school. In the his house. You got to add that spice. Women love spice. So anyway, back to the situation. I salute to you, big girl. Baby girl, I said big girl. Baby girl, I don't know if she's big or tall or whatever. So I was as I was talking to him, I started inspiring myself. And I'm like, yo, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm in here flossing, you know what I mean? Brushing my teeth, you know what I'm saying, oiling my scalp, you know what I'm saying, getting ready for this day to get into these clothes and feel good, you know, like the way my jeans is fitting, like the way my boots is fitting. You know what I mean? I'm feeling really good. I'm I'm feeling motivated, and I'm not motivated respectfully i wasn't motivated from the porn that he sent me you know what i mean like you know what i mean he, he says me little clips like seven minute clips seven second clips and shit like that and i just was like damn because what would have been motivating is to know that when you're outdoors or wherever you're at even in this terrible world that we're living in right now that you still could identify and meet people and and they could you could conjugate and kick it. I mean, what's inspiring is people. People are inspiring. It's inspiring for people. It's inspiring when somebody comes in and says, 
you know, um, love, man, and you know, Nate, I appreciate just like the brother, you know, said to me earlier, Rashid, like, listen, I appreciate you as a mentor. That's inspiring. I think it's inspiring for me to know the powers of me magnifying my manhood and getting into my sexy and cleaning up and good new soap coming out of the new box and shit and washing up and you know what I mean? Look at that. She said, I'm curvy, Nate. Okay, so you my type of girl. You did. Give her a round of applause. God damn. A curvy woman says it all. Let me just say this. Shout out to Canadian girl. Curvy doesn't matter. If you're curvy, slim, medium, big, large, curvy is curvy. Did you ever realize that? It doesn't matter how what size you are. You could be curvy four foot eleven. You could be curvy six foot five. Well, I mean, not my height, but you know, it's a big motherfucker. But you could be curvy four foot three. I mean, you could be curvy five foot eight. You and you, you, you just a curvy woman. That's ins- that that now. Did that give me a mode of inspiration? It's inspiring, but it didn't motivate me. No, what motivated me is to know that when you're outdoors and you walk in and you coming out your car, you coming out wherever you go, and that curvy woman comes along, you're like, wow, I just had a conversation about this. She's like, what? I'm like, I, I, I was doing a little podcast. I don't say YouTube. You sound sounds like I was doing a little podcast and we was talking about curvy. And I said, did you realize it doesn't matter how big, tall, or short you are, curvy's curvy. And she'd be like, wow. And that, and that, that motivation would push me more because now we're talking. She stopped in her tracks. You understand what I'm saying? So, look, five foot two. Now, watch these thirsty niggas be like, yo, yo, what's your Instagram? Like, it, listen, let me explain something to you about woman. If she's interested, Canadian girl's going to come to me and say, yo, Nate, who the fuck is so-and-so? I want to meet that motherfucker. You understand? One thing about women, if they're attracted to you, you're going to know it. So that so back to the situation in the parking lot. If you see the curvy woman, five foot two, preferably, right? Because now we're talking about Canadian girl, and you look and you like, wow, you know, you're amazing. And she's like, thank you. And I'm like, no, seriously, like, we need to talk. Like, I want to stop in your tracks. I want to talk. You know what I'm saying? Find out who your interests are, who you be with, what number to style, what makes makes them make you smile, <laughs> all of that. Um, but no, seriously, it's it's really a good thing when um i feel that people are connecting with the dots you know what i'm saying it's the dots of of life where we can connect with each other and we know that people inspire us you know what i mean and and, and i've learned that because the the video didn't inspire me but it was inspiring talking to the brother about what i'm talking about now granted we go through this mode, right, in life where a lot of people feel that, you know, people should practice what they preach. You know, what what if Nate is telling somebody, yo, man, get your wardrobe together or, or get your hygiene together? Well, I'm not a good example because I, I, I take care of both of those. But, you know, a lot of people really believe that we are living in a time where staying to yourself and doing things by yourself is happiness. And that's not really happiness. That's shelter. You're sheltering yourself. You're sheltering yourself from the evil, and I get it. But nobody's really happy doing things by themselves. A crackhead's not happy smoking crack by itself. A crackhead likes to smoke crack with other crackheads. 
A person doing coke wants to have a coke party. A person getting a tattoo wants to get wants to go to tattoo. People, we are designed to be around each other. You know what I mean? We are designed that we inspire each other because people make us feel good. As much as you may say, fuck people, people ain't shit, ba 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 ba. Shout out to Mrs. Mary. What's up, Mrs. Mary? Nate, salute, salute to you and this wonderful chat. This is a very interesting topic. Yes, and this topic's going to really be um really, really strong because the direction I want to go in is I'm going to tell you how bad it is when you believe that things that you're doing in your life, okay? This is therapy right now. If you want to go to a therapist, this is your therapy for free. Giving you therapy right here. Once you start believing that people will not make you or break you, you are gonna you're gonna fail. You're gonna be a sadly mistake with that. People will make you or break you. The same thing how I said the other day. Family will make you or break you. People can make you or break you. I've had people leave some significant, inspiring. I'm talking super inspiring comments on my Instagram in my in my message. I just spoke to one of my homegirls and. You know, we haven't worked in a while. I don't know if y'all remember the older woman that I did the thing with the MILF with all the tattoos on her. I just spoke to her. And we're going to be working together, but we was just trying to plan. I'm like, yo, listen. She's like, she's older, so she's on point. She's like, yo, listen. She wants to do the studio like we did. I don't want her coming to this studio because, you know what I mean, it's just unnecessary. Like, she lives in Queens. I don't mind going out to wherever she is. But depending how much this one studio is, they charge you by the hour. We're going to go in there and do what we do. And um, I love the studio, but it was because it's we, we have a broader view. It's like it's bigger than this. Like it's huge. But anyway, um, she called and I felt good. I got off the phone feeling good today. Then I called Easy Pass. I had to deal with Easy Pass with this violation. The girl was really nice. I felt good. I'm feeling good today. You know what I'm saying? Like so far, knock on wood, is going. The day is going really, really good. So I noticed there's this thing where a lot of us feel that you know. People are Mr. Know-it-alls and all the above. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Kirby. What happened to the 40-year-old Brad? I don't know. I don't know. We did a topic with that she didn't get along with Black Trump. And, you know, we just never kind of lost it. It's just like, you, you, you got to remember, Kirby, sometimes we do things with people and it's just, it just like dies. Like, we get a run, five, it could be five episodes, it could be 20. And then it just dies. That's the inconsistency with people. You know what I'm saying? But um, 40-year-old brat, she's developing that same toxic disease that I told you about. <laughs> she's developing that toxic disease that kind of lingers in us people, especially in that 30s, 40s group. And it's, you know, you know, so it's starting to... I spoke to her recently on a text, and it was just totally fucking depressing. So, uh, right. <laughs> so shout out to Valley Girl Life for Life Creations. I appreciate you, daughter. What's going on? Salute to Valley Girl. Appreciate you, daughter, always. So as I was talking to my boy, we're talking about pussy, and I told him, I said, yo, man, I'm not, I, you know, my dad was a person. He was never in the dirty books. We used to call them dirty books when we were kids. He was never in the dirty books. He was never into porn. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm listen. I, I don't like watching porn, but I do like porn. I'm not gonna lie; I still like it, but I don't like it because I don't like what it does. But then it does some good things. There's some good things in there where it's just like, okay, that is what the fuck I need right there. This is perfect. Like, 
this is my scene. Pull your pants down. Let me fucking jack off. There's another scene of like, damn, yo, I need, I still need the real thing. See what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know what you like, you know, you know your little freaky side, you know if your dick is working or not, all the above, right? But we were talking about these clips, and it was so funny because I told him, I said, yo, man, I feel inspired right now, man. I feel inspired right now that I'm shaving in the mirror. I feel inspired right now that I'm putting this lotion on my skin after a nice bath. I feel inspired that it's going to snow later and I don't have a worry in the world. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 not, I'm not tripping. Like, I'm on my flow where I'm like, listen. But again, so I'm talking to my moms, and my moms broke something down to me. She's like, you know, you know are you good? Are you depressed? I said, Mom, you know what? I don't think I'm depressed. Oh, shit. hold on, whoa, whoa, hold on. I gotta, I gotta soothe the girl here. Shout out to Valley Girl Creations. I'm doing great. Getting my second COVID shot next week. Ow, ow, ow. Let me give you a round of applause for that. Appreciate you. I know the people are sitting here like, yo, Nate, don't you start your shit today? No, thank you. Shout out to Valley Girl. I appreciate you. And if anybody got something negative to say about it, go fucking kick some rocks. I hope you kick it. I'll kick your fucking ass out of here. But anyway, salute to you, girl. Um, so I, I, I basically told him in a nutshell, I don't even like watching the shit you send me. But then again, like, who's not going to look at a naked woman playing with a pussy? You know what I mean? So I, I do enjoy it, but it doesn't motivate me. And I said it doesn't motivate me because it's not real. It's not like I know this girl and she sent me this video and I'm just like, you know, boom. And and, and, and again, and I don't know if y'all know, but Valley Girl was here when I was doing my, my rant and everything on this whole COVID situation here. And I feel inspired again. See, it keeps coming. I'm inspired that I inspired her just from my conversation. Not, not saying particularly go do it, but she was inspired and you are very welcome, darling. She says, thank you again. Ha ha. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So this is what does it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what gets me hype, people. So even, so back to my mom, she's like, you know, but mother no gonna know her son. I said, I don't think I'm depressed. I said, I think I'm just going through something where I want to be left alone and just kind of like, I don't want to give advice to friends and family because I just don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know how to tell them. She said, what do you say? And I said, I don't know what to say other than to avoid a problem with friends or family. If they ask you for advice, you got to agree with them. And just to, for the sake of the relationship. But when I'm out here on the podcast, I could be free and people take my advice, whether they take it or not. But I don't go through as much as I would go through with friends and family. So I don't want to give this impression like I'm Mr. Know-it-all and you know, look at you, you're not doing this or whatever, whatever. And then she was like, well, we all need people. Like, you're not designed to just be to yourself. Like, you're a human being. That's why. So so basically the answer, I was like, well, maybe, guys, maybe she got a point. Maybe I'm a little depressed, right? So because clearly that's a sign of, you know, you want to you be left alone. So like, why? Because there's usually a reason. So Somebody's like, I just want to stay to myself. Don't want to be fucked with. I just want to do this by myself. One brother wanted to do a, a podcast with me, and he's like, he's an aspiring rapper. And I'm like, nah, I'm not really into all that. But if we have a, um, I did say if we do have a panel, I would, I would invite you to the panel. But I don't want to do a one-on-one. 
thing about positivity and what brothers need to do. And I don't, I don't like doing those type of things unless I got a real ultra special guest that we all know. But if somebody's going to be able to do that, I'd rather them come here and give it to you on their own. If that makes sense. So, yeah, I, I mean, that that's just where I'm at, you know. And I, I think I've got to the point now where leading by example is not as easy as you think. So let me get to that. So anyway, it was that was inspiring. You know, mom's kicked it, had to tell her son, because, you know, what other woman I'm going to really listen to is other than her, right? So... I started thinking, I said, well, you know, maybe there is a, a motive. It. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to just pull everybody into this and know that the world is going through a dark depression. But I do know one thing about me that has always been one thing that I'm proud of that always motivated me was, hold on. Yo, I got $45 tickets for $20 a night. Show for Karis on interested front resident level for $20. Wow. I may just do that. My man's doing some show tonight. Um, and they selling tickets for half off, but I don't know. It's it's COVID, <laughs> so that's another thing too. So anybody that's in Staten Island, who, who listen? If anybody's in Staten Island tonight and they want to go to a concert, um, I got you. Come through. There's a concert tonight. If you want to come through, you want to see, um, Karis One and Rock Him. I got you. I I'll, I'll pay for the ticket for you. That's if you happen to, if you could get to New York in the next five, six hours, I got you. So, <laughs> shout out to you. But anyway, so I thought about it, right? So I get into the studio. First I ordered, you know, I got my little food and stuff, my fish and stuff like that. I went here, had my little brunch and, you know, a little salty on the fish though. You know what I'm saying? I should have told them that, listen, you could put any damn seasoning, but just don't put a lot of salt. I can't deal with that. I don't like the taste of salt like that. Um... Oh, you said with the concert, the concert's here at the St. George Theater, Staten Island. Look it up. Just punch in St. George. Go to go to uh, the internet now. Go to the web. Well, you're on the web. You're listening to me. And look up St. George Theater. You'll, you'll get some more information. But I guess they're not doing good on the sales of tickets, obviously. It's going to be a snowstorm tonight, a blizzard. Don't worry about the blizzard. Depending who's coming, I got a place for you to stay. Don't, don't trip. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Don't say I didn't offer nothing. I got a place for you to stay. I mean, I got cameras, a lot of video cameras, a lot of fucking surveillance cameras around here. So if you fuck my shit up, you know, <laughs> just say, yeah, yeah, they make, they make, yeah, there's a blizzard coming right here, right? So they may cancel that shit. Um, the guest alone, you know, is just, it's just in the air with it. But again, that was inspiring, right? That was inspiring just hearing that news. Okay, cool. $45 tickets for $20, mezzanine level. Um, why not, right? So, I'm, you know, it sounds good. But the thing was, I thought of this mode of the mode of me giving advice, right? And one problem that I have is friends and family. Let's just say hypothetically, I'm like friends and family don't listen to shit. I'm just, let's just say, just, just hypothetically. Usually that becomes more of my frustration, right? Because I feel that they, they should listen because why wouldn't you listen when I'm, telling you it's like don't go that way like it's a detour then you still go you know what i'm saying so i feel that we are in denial of people that give us advice right especially family so i never get tested by people on the outside and i, and I don't like to call you guys the outside but let's just say outside of friends and family 
people don't really test me as much. Why? Because we're all individuals. We all have opinions. That's what makes the world so amazing. I, I think that alone is just sensational to me. This is how I look at it. Because one thing about me, I love, I love listening. I love listening. Like I love, love, love listening. Like I learned things just now in this chat, just from talking to you guys, just from that little bit of time. And I only been here for like minutes, but I love learning. I love learning. And the reason why I love learning is because I feel that everybody is an experiment. You know what I mean? I feel that everything that we do is an experiment. So it's always a learning process. Even if it's something that we know that's earned to happen, it's always an experiment. For example, we were supposed to have a blizzard this evening, right? So normally a person would be home and, and, and you know, say to themselves, you know what? There's going to be this blizzard. There's going to be all this stress. And you know what? Honestly, I can't say what's going to happen, but what I am tired of happening is living in the world of panic. You know, you go to the supermarket, everybody gets all this stuff. You know, they get whatever they have to get. And, and then they put this zone of this worriness and all for the snow to come. And then it goes. See, this is how I think of things. I'm not looking at the blizzard that's taking place tonight. I'm looking at what the weather's going to be Saturday afternoon. What's the weather going to be Sunday? What's the weather going to be Monday? Because now I'm able to see like, all right, is this going to be a storm for the next seven days? Then we got problems. Versus, okay, if, if, if it's one day, even if it's three foot of snow in one night, which doesn't happen in three foot snow. Not saying it can't happen, but it doesn't happen. I feel as if it's just nothing to worry about. You know what I mean? Now, usually in trying to convince the world with that, trying to convince the world that, you know, to to embrace the things that you have and be content with what you have, even trying to tell the world to be keep things simple, that kind of has created debate. People may think that, you know, I'm Mr. Know-it-all in my family and friends. And when shit hits the fan, they will remind you, not only do they think I'm Mr. Know-it-all, but now they're going to come in and start pulling me down personally because now they're friends and family, so they know personal things about me that you guys don't know. Oh, you know, you're not this, and you don't even do that. You got the audacity to tell somebody to do something. You're not doing it. And then I'm like, okay, there it goes. So what do you do, Right? You just say, man, fuck this, man. I'm not giving no fucking uh, advice to family. They got all fucking shit on themselves for all I care. Fuck family and friends. Don't ask me for no fucking advice. Point that motherfucker in that direction. Now, you may think that's just successful, right? No, it's not. Because they don't listen. <laughs> so, family and friends, excuse me, people on the outside of family and friends, I can just push that out. And they're gone. Like, you just say whatever you say, right? Friends and family are there. So even when you say that, that becomes a dis, a disloyalty to friends and family that you're telling them go that way or do what makes you happy. or Whatever I feel, it kind of feels as if when I'm rejecting that motion or that request, they, they're even more angry with me. So now they throw me under the bus, under the bus. Like, now they're going in a sewer. 
So, of course, that could push you in a position of disconnecting from friends and family. So that's a form of depression because now you're pushing yourself to keep distant from people because they're not listening. So I had to turn this around. You know, you're very welcome, Valley Girl. I had to turn this around. I had to switch this around and say, well, mom knows her son, right? And she could talk to me on the phone and know something's off, you know what I mean? That's just the mother for you. They just know things that the average person just will never know. They had you, you know, they had you, they held you in their body for nine, nine months. So I've learned that. And then I took that form of her noticing, because maybe I'm in denial, right? I could be depressed. Family can also weigh you down, but they can also build you up. So I took the route of them building me up in one way which was what I was doing for the last week, right? Just give you one example. But I also took the mode of, well, what am I going to do about the pain? What am I going to do about the mode of that they didn't add on? What about the part of breaking you? So the broke the broken part is, fuck that. Come to me again for any question. I'm going to tell you to go kick fucking rocks. That's broken. Now I'm broken. That's the broken attitude. Because my mindset is different. My mindset is I've always been a good listener. I don't care who you are. I never looked at a person that said, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. If I see a person smoking a cigarette, and I was a little kid, I remember this dude told me when I was a little kid, he looking and he's like, hmm. You see me smoking a cigarette, right? And I'm I'm like, yeah, because I guess he caught me staring. I was a little kid. He's like, don't ever smoke cigarettes. They're bad for you. And you know what? Even as young as I was, I was even in my, my, my double digits. I was like, I would never forget that because he's letting me know this for a reason. He's telling me don't ever smoke because he's a smoker. Even in my intelligence back then, I'm like, he has to know something I don't know. So as I got older... I started to realize that that same experience of me when that gentleman told me, because you know, back in the days, people could smoke in the store shit, just be puffing up and do whatever. You know, a cigarette, there were cigarette commercials where people were smoking. Well, I don't know if they were smoking the cigarettes because so people still couldn't show them smoking. But cigarettes was like a big thing. And I remember how that stuck in my head because what was so significant, I'd never judged that man to say, how did he tell me not to smoke a cigarette he's smoking? So I've learned that one thing about me, I'm judgmental like any other human being, because clearly, but I don't judge when people are giving me advice. I don't judge them because I feel as if I don't do as you do. I do as you say. And I don't think a lot of people think the way I do. So if they don't think, you know, I had to I had to I had to have an out of body experience to realize this cuz you know I'm not perfect. If people are not on my mindset, that there's always going to be room for disagreement. You know, they're not they're not going to think like I do. Every now and then somebody may embrace it, but friends and family will never embrace that logic because they know me. So it's a little deeper. They they may challenge somebody in a light way on the outside, 
but that may be their boss, that may be their pastor, that may even be their therapist. But me, they're going to challenge because this is Nathaniel. Like, I know him. This is my boy or, or this is my brother or this is whoever, whatever. So how do I come to this conclusion? Like, how do I break this whole thing down where I can actually give information, but also when, without being judged, but also when I'm being asked my advice, what should I tell the common person? Do I tell them advice or do I push the mode of you got to think what's best for you? And what I had to do, or just lie to them and tell them, yeah, listen, whatever, you know, everything is just great. So what I did was I had an experience with a particular person. And I used this method. And it was weird how I had to deal with this method. And this method was very, very interesting. So anyway, this particular person came to me and she asked me uh, for advice. And or or she she shows me something in for my response. And my response was like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? And all along I felt as if like fast forward, she felt as if like she tried to find a why was I why did I make a face like that? You know, the way the way I made a face made her look at me different and blah 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 blah. The shit went into this whole different fucking direction. So I just was like, yo, what's the fucking point of you you come into me and I can't have an opinion? Then I thought. When family's coming to you, showing you something, you can't give them an opinion even if they ask for it. Because they're friends and family. And if they know you, they know how you think. So in other words, she could see me giving this answer and that shit could be 30 different ways of I know him because I've been around him all my life versus somebody else would have just took it as, oh, big man didn't like it, right? So I had to reprogram how I deal with situations just for the sake of family and friends. So I said self you don't realize how powerful you are. You don't realize how people take to you and take to your words. You know, I had to regurgitate the information and kind of like do it all over. And I said, how would I have done it if, if I could do it the right, the right way would be when she shows you, you're supposed to basically say, wow. Okay. 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 So you're kind of, giving them an acknowledgement of support without necessarily giving your opinion because you wasn't asked. And even if you was asked, you still just giving them a support. Like, okay. Like, that's like, I was in a barbershop. I went to see my man yesterday. There was this dude and they're just talking crazy. But in order for me to kid him out off, out of my face, I'd be okay, okay, no doubt. I hear you, big bro. But even meanwhile, it's like, this nigga's annoying as fuck, but I couldn't just say, yo, get the fuck out of my face, nigga. You're annoying. You see what I'm saying? So I had to kind of change it. So to friends and family, if you're listening, I've learned now it's not the way of not to deal with you at all because that's not going to work. And giving you my advice is definitely not going to work. And I don't mean that because like you're not going to listen or whatever. You're not, you don't have to listen. But I do know that it's coming from me 
So it's like somebody's showing you a drawing that they done. And like, look at this here. I'm like, okay, okay, artist. Let me find out you're an artist. You know this shit is trash, even though they're 40 fucking years old and showing you a drawing. The shit is garbage, but hey, fuck it. Because it's not my position to tell them that because my wavelength and my mindset is totally different than most of my friends and family. And again, not to say it's better than theirs. It's just that I was raised from a very young child to I'm a listener. I'm like a, an avid listener. I'm big on listening. I love, I'm an information junkie. That's just me. That's just how I've been. Um, A lot of times, you know, and back, just to backtrack, this particular person called me some of the worst names in the book. Like It was just really, really, you know, for anybody else, it would have been extremely hurtful. I think what it did for me was confirm this is why I don't. And I know that, you know, so I know that I'm powerful. I know that I have an impression on on people, especially friends and family. So the backtrack is this. What, what, what is the point of this? The point of this is this. When somebody is giving you information, friends, family, I'm going to take you back to the age of eight years old. I'm going to take you back to the very young age of eight, nine years old, maybe even 10. Let's, let's just say between eight and 10 years old. I'm in a store. You know, if you're just joining in for the podcast and I see this man just smoking and, and I'm looking, I'm saying, this, this guy's enjoying his cigarette. Like, you know, what the fuck could this thing possibly do? And I never forget this. Right at Stapleton. Right at Stapleton, Native Project, little shorty. At a family friend's house of a, and we went to the store and he's like, you like this? Don't ever smoke. Don't ever smoke cigarettes. They're bad for you. And that was it. Like, I never questioned it because I never said, how could you tell me that? And you're smoking a cigarette. How dare you? My friends and family don't have that same mindset. My friends and family believe that, how the fuck are you going to tell me what not to do? And you're doing it. And I'm going to tell you this. Again, that's your mindset. That's your way of thinking. And you're entitled to that. That's not my way of thinking. My way of thinking is do as I say, don't do as I do. I've been in family members' presence and seen them doing cocaine. I've watched them. And I never had been enticed with watching somebody do something that they forbidden me to do. That's how well I was trained. I've been in positions of family, you know, family, close family, that was doing bad things in front of me as a kid. You know, not in my household, but outside the households, things that I've seen in other families' homes. And I knew what they were doing as I got older because I knew what this was when I was a kid. But I never, I was never the one. I'm always, I always listen to the message. That's why I love homeless people so much. I'm big on meeting a homeless person in the street. And if they're talking, I'm like, what's the word of the day? And they always give me the word of the day. 
you know, and they can say don't don't be in school. And you drive off like, how this fucking bum's gonna tell me not to go to school? Fucking homeless piece of shit. You know, I never did that with a, with a soul. I don't think people in my life, in my mindset, in my way of thinking, people do not have to practice what they preach. I could see a crackhead smoking crack, literally, and puffing that shit and getting a high, and he could tell me, don't fucking do drugs ever. And I'm like, good looking the fuck out. I appreciate that because he's doing it. So the mode of the story is for you people listening to family and friends, you guys, I told you the other day, family can make you or break you. So there's things in your life that you may have seen that really destroyed you. Your way of thinking, you know, you probably seen your father fucking mad woman behind your mother's back. And your father told you to never cheat on a man or a man should never cheat on you. But your mind's already tainted because you're like, how the fuck is my father going to tell me this when I seen him fucking abuse my mother with a whole bunch of cheating and a whole bunch of bullshit like that. But technically, what y'all got to realize is one thing about adults. And to be an adult, you should never look what a person does. But just endure their message. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, a person doesn't have to give you a message to actually, you know, to say it verbally. The message could be you seeing them do this and it's just not good. You know? Yeah, we were told, you know, I, I was told from family members, you know, don't make sure nobody touches you crazy. And if they do run and tell us, yeah, don't, th these are kind of extreme things, but there have been people that have been physically abused. People that's on this chat that have been abused when they were kids. Please get those likes up. I appreciate that. Thank you, Valley Girl. So people have been abused. And I'm coming from the zone of abusing somebody. Let's just say never did. And I tell the person, you know, you should make sure somebody abuses you and you blah, blah, blah. You should do this. And everybody, who you got the nerve to tell somebody? They said you used to do the same thing. And guess what? Technically, they're right. Right? Technically. But realistically, they're not. You know, when you when you win a fight on a technicality, it's a lot different than fair is fair and square. Right? Like technicality, well, TKO versus a knockout, right? So it's a difference. If we live life on technical all the time, that's not the real authentic way. Don't go by what I do. Go by what I say. Because what I'm doing could work for me. It may not work for you or vice versa, but take the message. That's the wisdom. We don't The wisdom, if you're smarter than that, you could look at the wisdom as, hey, you've seen all the things I've done they were wrong, and I probably never told you what not to do. But if you look at situations, like, hold, 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 let me pause on this. Hold on, hold on. Valley Girl says, I work with, and love helping the homeless. You never know where you may end up one day. They need to be respect and love too. I don't like when people put down homeless people and call them bums. Now you may have a bum that may come to the door and you know you want change. He's like, oh fuck you, and he spits at your car. Right. You're gonna call him you fucking bum, right? You know, because now you just call him a bum from his essence. But 
if the person is asking for change, like there was this guy that was asking for change yesterday and I was apprehensive, I had like onion rings that I got with a meal and I didn't want to eat the onion rings because I was like, nah, you know, I already had the little Wonder Burger bullshit. So I didn't want the onion rings. So I was going to give it to this gentleman. And I'm like, nah, he probably doesn't want it. But I read that wrong. I should have just did it. You see, speaking is a form of action. Nothing's going to happen to you just by thinking it. Like, you could sit there and have a thousand different thoughts, but if you're not acting on it, it means nothing. So with homeless folks, you'd be surprised if you hear their testimonies. Like, Tyler Perry was homeless, but he's just not your traditional homeless man because you just don't see him sitting in the, the gutter or whatever, looking crazy or whatever they may be. But you'll respect him because visually his expression of him visually speaks a thousand words, right? He's clean, he's clean cut, and he's rich. So you would want to get near that homeless guy or ex-homeless man because he's going to be ex-homeless forever. You've never been homeless, you've never been homeless, but you ever been homeless one time in your life. I don't care if it was 40 years ago, you still was homeless, right? So it, it was great to see that we can look at Todd Perry. Why is it that there's a, a viral video going on and a guy was talking about, you know, I know y'all seen that video where the guy was crying and he said he's not a bum, you know what I'm saying? He's homeless and he doesn't have a home. The only difference with him is he just doesn't have a place to sleep at night. He doesn't have a a, a place to have turn the key in. You know, something as simple as that. We don't take that for granted. We take that for granted. Like to turn the key in and actually walk into a home. So he he cried and he said, one guy said, I want you to go get a job, you bum. And, and he said to the man, y'all seen that video? Then he said to the man, he said, I'm human. I'm human. And a guy came back, man, and gave him like, I think he got, I forgot the amount of money he gave, but he gave him money. He apologized. He said, I'm sorry, because he knew that was such a rotten fucking thing to say. But what's most important is, is that it was his heart. The message alone was he came back. He could, he didn't have to say a word, but he came back. And, you know, he, he, he apologized to that man. And just listening to the homeless person's testimony, I believe, and this is just my personal thing, my mindset, okay? I'm not saying I don't want no arguments, but I believe people that are homeless secretly got billion-dollar advice. I think they're the ones. I really, truly believe that. I really, truly believe you see a group of homeless people like at a train station, like in Newark, New Jersey, and you just went there and asked one or two of these people, somebody got the gift of your future somewhere in that bunch of people. I really believe that because I'm not going to judge them because they're homeless. I'm going to judge them because I'm going to judge them by their message because the fact that they are able to give me this type of message, that must be more powerful than a person that's living in a mansion. Person in a mansion is going to tell you, stay in school, don't be no fool, work hard and don't give up. And you're like, wow, thank you. Homeless person is going to give you something totally different. Same essence, but total different words. The only thing is you just can't look at the homeless person any less because he doesn't have that mansion. You understand? Um, so they need love, man. Shout out to Valley Girl. Valley Girl says, yeah, my pops took me to the movies with his mistress. Now, you, 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 you see, that's fucked up, man. Come on, Pops. Y'all really be thinking kids are stupid. Like, people look at two, three-year-old kids like, oh, they're stupid. They're human. 
They are re- they're going to remember that. Now, here we go. Let's say her father says to her, don't be with a cheating ass man. You know what she's going to say? I'm going to tell you what she's going to say. She's going to say, how the fuck could my father tell me not to be with a cheater? And he took me to the movies with his mistress. Hey, Nate, what are you going to say now? What can I say? What can I say? I'll tell you what I can say. First and foremost, if your father tells you to be, don't ever be with a cheating man, and you've seen that your father cheated, and you had that privilege, not a luxury, to see that, You've been given the best gift ever. Because the individual that gave you the message actually is a prime product of their environment. The same way as the gentleman told me, don't ever smoke cigarettes. They're bad for you. I never forgot that. I never smoked cigarettes because of that man. You have to take and say, if your father was that Wow, that he had his mistress with him and y'all went to the movies and you take the road of broken. You're going to take that road of broken from your father by telling your father, how dare you tell me that when you took another woman to the movies with me, knowing that that wasn't my mother and you took your mistress with me. You're going to break yourself that way because you're going to do nothing but attract bad relationships. You'll never have a successful relationship. But if you take the good and make it make you, because family can make you or break you, you can be better. Because you could know, listen, my father was on some bullshit and he confirmed it by telling me don't ever do and be what I am. So that's when people say, you know, don't you want your kids to do better than you? That's what they mean. No father, take it from me, no father wants their daughter with a man like them. No father. He always wants them to be a little better because he knows that we got our bullshit with us. Your father doesn't want you to be that way, even though, even though people may think people shouldn't throw rocks in a glass house. They shouldn't. But they do. Don't get caught up in what they shouldn't do, but they do. So doesn't mean they're any less. If anything, take the information and run. You had the best teacher there. He showed you that was fucked up. That I, I wouldn't even do nothing like that. <laughs> you know, but I don't expect my if if you know daughter look at you like, oh well, dad, you did it. Then I'm fucked. You know what I'm saying? But if she takes that road, she can say that. If she takes the making road, she could run with that. You know what I'm saying? Roxy Blue said, I saw that video. He made me cry when I said that. He said, sometimes people are just down on their luck. I cried real tears listening to him. I almost cried to that shit. That was the best. Let me tell you something about that, brother. He was passionate. He was real. Let me tell you what I would have done. If the brother, I felt like I was there. I felt like I was there. That, I mean, that was one of the best homeless videos I've ever seen. I, I could think of a thousand homeless videos, but I don't remember like this one. This was a good one. Right, Roxy Blue? That was a good video. 
And he cried, man. And I said, yo, you know what's so fucked up with people? People really believe that you can't be down on your luck. You know, imagine having a bad day for three years. Y'all complain about a bad day. This man had down on your luck is bad. That's the bottom of the barrel. That's almost to the point, should I live or should I die? And some people may think, oh, them niggas is, them niggas is worthless. They wasn't catching COVID when COVID hit. Homeless people was not catching that shit. When COVID first came out, they homeless people wasn't dying. We was. People in homes and people among other people at work. You know, when you look at a, a human being as nothing, go around and fucking murder a damn homeless person. See what happens. You get the same fucking years. That's a human body, man. That's a human life. I don't care if it's a baby to a homeless person. You take away a life, you going to jail for those magical 25 or to life. So it's a human life. So how do we look at that less as if that shit, it'll never happen to us? You don't know that. You don't know. You don't know anything could happen. You could be homeless from a fire. You light, light up a fire in your fucking house and let that shit spread and see what happens. Once American Blue Cross shows up, it's because you're, you can't go back in that home. It's over. You're homeless. Excellent video. My mom kicked his ass out. Now, let me ask you this. Watch this. Valley Girl, respectfully, what do you see a man as? Just from experience that, like, like you know, would you say that you are a trustworthy person to guys or you don't trust no guy? How has that impacted you? Canadian girl says, everyone have a great evening. Stay safe, stay blessed. I have to get to my son prepared for this evening. Shout out to Canadian girl. She's always a support. She's, uh, we don't even call her a new supporter no more. She's, she's part of the family, so we appreciate her. Shout out to your son, darling. I'll see you later if I come back, if this blizzard doesn't get crazy. <laughs> Shout out to God on that. Shout out to Canadian girl. Right, so you have to think about it like this. Stop. I'm sharing this mindset with you because it's part of the billionaire mindset. It's part of the billionaire mindset. Oh, the red pill said, especially within an apartment, I've seen fires take out entire units, leaving multiple families. Right. Listen, it doesn't even matter, man. You could be in the house, you could be sleeping. Some people are hard sleepers and that smoke gets you. It's not the fire that fucking wipes you out. It's the smoke. That's what a lot of people don't understand. It's not the house, it's the smoke. It's not the fire. The smoke. The smoke will fuck you up. So I'm going to share this. Shout out to Red Pill, man. Shout out to Anthony, man. Yeah, you got you to gotta stay safe, man. Valley Girl says, I definitely had, had trust issues. Right. She had trust issues because she's seen, rightfully so, she's seen her father be disrespectful to her mother. That's fucking, like, no child should ever see their mother or father doing that type of dirt, right? Okay. But if you do, is it the end of the world? No. It's for you to do better. That's why God is putting, like, in a strange way, it was the blessing that she's seen there with her father because now she has to know when she's in this real world, what did this impact? 
I'm pretty sure the father taught her not to deal with a bozo. And maybe if he didn't, his actions still could make you or break you. So always try to choose the make route. That's all I'm telling you. Don't go by it. Because if you allow it to deteriorate you and get into your mind, it will break you. Because you're looking at what a person do. How do people give me advice and don't follow it themselves? They don't have to follow it themselves. They don't. Who told you that? That's one of my biggest rules. There's like 100 rules in the billionaire mindset. That's one of them. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. And if you see what I'm doing ain't right and you don't like it, then you don't do it. It's simple logic. It's simple logic. And she just said she had definitely had trust issues. She said had. So that's a good thing. She had trust issues because that will destroy a woman. I've no woman personally. And I'm not, I know I knock my women in their 40s a lot because they got a lot of shit going on, but I know women personally that suffer with that. They don't, they will never talk about it. But they seen their fathers doing shit that no daughter should see a man doing. And it's evident. I know it. You know what I mean? Um, Valley Girl says he sincerely apologized and admitted to his errors, but my mom didn't take him back. To this day, he keeps apologizing. My mom died, so he says he feels guilty about what he did to her. I forgave him. Wow. Let me read that again. Valley Girl for Life says, he sincerely apologized. Okay, that's good that she noticed sincerely. You see the sincerity of that. And he admitted to his errors, but my mom didn't take him back. Oh. Wow. That could be damaging. Through thick, thickness and thin. Through death to us part. It's for wrong and right. Forgiveness is a big problem in the community, man. Believe it or not, my biggest issue when this is her whole statement, and I'm going to finish it, was the fact that she said my mom didn't take him back. Because the daughter sees that. And that could actually ruin her. Not necessarily to let a man abuse you and do whatever. I'm not saying that. But forgiveness. Forgiveness is the key. And people that forgive... Go by the message. People that don't forgive, they're going to go by what you do. They're never going to really trust anybody because they always judge people. How are you going to tell me to not do something? I had one of the craziest fucks, and he probably listening. I had one of the craziest motherfuckers I know in the life tell me, you can't be rational with irrational people. And he's irrational. But you know why I took it more heart? Because he's speaking from experience. He's telling me from the core. Nobody knows the way he knows because he's irrational. And I took that and ran with it. It wasn't, it wasn't well, how's he going to tell me that? He's not living that. You know what I'm saying? So let me go, let me say this again. So Valley Girl says, he is sincerely apologized. He admitted to his errors, but my mom didn't take him back. Mom, got to forgive. To this day, he keeps apologizing. My mom died, so he says he feels guilty about what he did to her. Mom, this is why I tell y'all to embrace forgiveness. 
before it's too late. Because the mother died with a grudge. That's a grudge. Well, you don't embrace somebody's forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about extreme stuff. I know y'all be like, well, somebody killed somebody. Somebody cheated. Your father, her husband cheated on her. And he sincerely tried to be forgiven. And mom took that to her grave. She didn't have to be with him, but she could have forgave him. You know what I'm saying? But moving along, the most key thing here that Valley said, look, look what she said. She said, my mom died. And I told you this the other day. Now, listen, watch this. She said, my mom died, so he says he feels guilty about what he did to her. I forgave him. She forgave him. That's why she said in the past, if you see minutes ago, she said she had trust issues. But she forgave her father. And she actually forgave her father for her mother. For both of them. For her sake. For her soul. Red Pill Logic says we have to be good judge of character also. Stop choosing a potential mate because they have swag or they have a banging body. This is the truth. You have to think of a person soulfully. But once you start thinking of those material things... You know what I'm saying? Never going to be authentic. It's a fact. Thank you, bro, for sharing that. Valley Girl says, my mom actually forgave him too, but she found a new and better man. Oh, okay. She did forgive him. Okay. That's good. As long as you've seen that, because I feel that that impacted you because you forgave her as well. Forgiveness is key. You got to forgive, man. You don't want to be a 40 plus year grudge holder. I'm telling you right now. It's the worst shit on the earth. You know? Um, really, 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 really bad. But I, I, I appreciate this is this is really great. She told me she forgave him, but he couldn't trust him. He didn't forgive himself because he knew he had a good woman. Um, that's the microphone drop there. Did you hear what she just said? She told me she forgave him, but couldn't trust him. He didn't forgive himself because he knew he had a good... Okay, so he, 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 he was shamed. He was ashamed. Your mother shamed him <laughs> when she didn't take his apology, but he was ashamed, so it's a difference. Um, but, you know, someone, he ashamed himself. No, he shamed himself, you know what I'm saying? She, but she shamed him, like meaning she didn't embrace, like, fuck you, you know, you're the, you're the bum, you're cheating, kiss my ass. But um, he was ashamed, and, you know, what's the relationship like you and your dad now? This is, this is really good. This is really good. Shout out to Abby Jackson. What's up, man? As a matter of fact, I'm going to call him to make sure he remembers that we all forgave him. You need to do that today. Could you do that today? I would love for you to do that. I I I I think that would be great. Oh, say okay, they have a good relationship. You know why? Because she forgave him. She forgave him. If she had said, I would never deal with my father again, he could die a day in hell, she's gonna have lousy fucking relationships. Lousy. Because you have to hold a grudge to not forgive. When you have to use a grudge, to not forgive, 
You're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you think it's strong, yo, that's why I cut motherfuckers off. That's why I don't deal with such and such. That's not how you do it. It's just not. It's just not how you do it. I know it sounds like a big deal. Yeah, you know, I've got big cojones. I'm tough. Fuck that. Nobody going to play with me. No, that that's the, you're going to be a miserable. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? That's when somebody's uh, like really fucked up. Scorned. You're going to be scorned. Mother was scorned for a little while, but you know what I'm saying? Once she embraced him and forgave him. My sister didn't forgive him, though. Mom has passed on. Father's still here. She still hasn't forgiven him for his faults. So let me ask you a question. What is your current, respectfully, because I don't want you, you know, what is your current sister's situation? Is she old enough to date? What's What's her current situation as far as her love life? Is she in a happy relationship? When I say happy, I'm talking like sarcastically, like Instagram happy, or is she just in a relationship? Because a happy relationship, a real, true happy relationship, she would have forgave him. This is interesting. I really would like to know that. Do as I do. Not as, do as I say, not as I do. Do as I say, not as I do. That's the key. Can people really remember that? Do as I do. Shout out to G Money. What up, G Money? Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Nate, do you believe in saying that I forgive but don't forget? No. I don't believe that. If somebody came to me right now, and I and I if I, I could think of a, a friend right now, she came to me and said, I, I forgive you, Nathaniel, but I didn't forget. I'm like, nah, forget it. Friendship is over. You didn't forget it. And you had to tell me that. So you're never going to forget it. You don't want to forget it, so you didn't forgive me. To forgive is to forget. I know this again. This is my mindset because things that I forget about, I'm like, I'm not even angry about it. I got to get over it. If I'm not over shit, I'm still angry. That's it. She's in a happy relationship, but she thinks my mom was stressed by him when they were together. She can't be 100% happy with that. You can't give, you can't be 100% happy. Even if she's 99% happy, she can't be 100% happy with that anger for her dad. She just can't be, no matter what she does. Mm-hmm. True story. Person comes and tells me, shout out to your sister. Person comes and tell me that 
I forgive you, but I didn't forget. I'm like, nah, let's just leave it alone. You know, you're still angry. And that's just going to come right back up. It's going to come right back up. I can't live like that, and I refuse to live like that. I won't. I would never do that. Valley Grill, this is like, Valley Grill hit me in the head today. This is where, this is the type, that's why I tell y'all, stop looking at the person giving you the information as if they should listen. You should only listen to them if they practice it. No, you should not. You should not. They're telling you that for a reason. Just run with it. We, we're too concerned about what we do. It's true. It's just, like, we're too concerned about what we are doing, what this person is doing, what this person is doing. You know what I mean? Like, that's the problem now. We're too concerned with that. Valley Girl says, when a person holds a grudge, it takes a toll on your mental health. Yes, it does. I did a video about that the other day. I don't know if you was here for that one. I did a video about that. It's the truth. It, it takes a toll on your mental health. That's why I tell people, don't endure that disease because that shit gets worse as you get older. Grudge holders, the worst. The worst way to be, I'm telling you. I, I, I salute to Valley Girl. Valley Girl, yeah, that's okay. You'll catch you on the replay. Yeah, I, I did this, and this is why I, I told people. Like, oh, Nate, how many videos are you doing? I'll probably do another one today, but I just want to get this out. A person that's giving you great advice does not have to practice what they preach. They do not. There's no way. Where did that requirement come from? You, you, yeah, you should. I heard it. You should practice what you preach. Or some of you say practice what you preach, right? You should. It would be great if you could do that, but that's just not. What, what if you don't practice it? So that doesn't mean your words are valid. That doesn't mean your information is good enough. You know, it, it just, it's just, just not, that's just not cool. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think Valley Girl, I'm going to take that out here. I think Valley Girl said it all. I think this is enough. I think it's enough for you to hear her testimony. Her testimony is very simple. Her, her mom was neglected by her father, you know, through disloyalty. In addition to she was at a movie with her dad and her father took the mistress with her. See, stupid shit like that. Now, what could the father do to make up to that? He can't. You know, let's say he was drunk that day or just stupid or just whatever. How could he make that up? He can't he can't make the deer the day disappear. But at the end of the day, he's a human being. And human beings just do some stupid shit. I do stupid shit. We all do stupid shit. That was stupid, but what could he do? What can the man do? So now he gets a second chance to get an apology. You don't accept the apology. You let this thing stick in your mind. Man ain't shit. My father wasn't shit. Look what he did to my mother. Come on, man. She'll be a fucking train wreck for a man if you allow it to break you. But if you use the method of the good message, don't do as I do. Do as I say. 
Stop worrying about what the fuck I'm doing. Listen to my words. And to my family and friends, <laughs> we're not going to even do that. Because you're my family and friends. So I have to endure it with showing the support of, unless you're showing me something extremely crazy. But for the most part, you just got to tell friends and family when they're showing you something as far as like to get that validation or that response, just say, oh, oh, sookie, sookie. Now, you know this shit is whack, but fuck it. Man. You make a comment on this shit, then it's like, there you go. There you go. Always judging shit. In the day. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to get like that because then they're going to just pull everything out of you. And you know what? It does matter because they care and you care and you don't want to be combative not to deal with them because they can't deal with information. You know them, you they know you, and that's just that. So when they're bringing some fuckery to you, just take it for what it is. Much love. I love you all. I'll be back in a little while. Thank you so much, Valley Girl. That was great.